What's going on, chums? And welcome back to the Game with Chums podcast. I'm your host this week, Raw, and I'm joined as always by the bearded menace right there, Paul. How are you, Paul? I'm very well, Mr. Ross. I'm very well. Um, it's uh, at the time of, of this recording is Halloween, um, is. and um, spooky, very spooky. It's nothing like uh, a bunch of grown men or grown people, grown grown ass uh, adults getting all nerdy on the internet about Halloween, but that's that's a big thing now, apparently, in um, pop culture. Is just uh, uh, you know, like mature adults just dressing up and playing, <laughs> being children, being kids, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm doing well, man. Like, uh, been uh, playing a game. I've been doing like a sort of like not a full let's play, but sort of a, a an in depth live stream of the the evil within two and um yeah just we've just been making the videos for the uh month of horror and um as you can see like the we we uploaded a uh watch along video of uh george a romero's classic night of the living dead so if we you haven't did. watched that please give that a watch give it a like because it's uh it's it's fun man i liked the, the video came out really well i thought it we did pretty well. I mean, it was basically us just watching a video, a film, and talking. Uh, but, and talking, but Taking I thought Mick out of the film. I mean, pointing out the mistakes that the great George A. Romero made. <laughs> you know, like, it was just, good fun. I enjoyed making it. Maybe we'll so do some people watch it and enjoy uh, watching it. Maybe we'll do something uh, like that in the future. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But uh, yeah, besides that, um, working uh going to mcm which we will talk about in a bit and um doing the reaction videos which we will talk about in a bit <laughs> but um yeah besides that just 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 the normal stuff really you know what i mean um but uh yeah what have you what been have up you to been, what you've been watching and playing? oh what, been, oh yeah 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 streaming you mentioned evil within two for the stream but anything you've been playing just for the fun of it you've been I watching don't, i don't play video games for fun anymore it's all business I don't, my free It'll time work. my free time is literally like streaming and making videos I, don't, I haven't actually started a game where i'm just going you know what i'm just gonna enjoy this on my own without having to record or stream i haven't done anything like that yet um with chris with the christmas period coming up i have some time off work so hopefully i'll be able to just you know sit down and just sort of relax and just play something without having to worry about setting it all up and being entertaining and talking and worrying about like if my stream signal's gone or my CPU melting or, or your does, cat knocks over your PC or something. Uh, but yeah, uh, what I've been watching, uh, I think I mentioned it in the last podcast. I watched Squid Game, mm -hmm. uh, very rec highly recommended. It's not the masterpiece that people think it is. It's got its, it has its flaws. Um, I don't want to give a spoiler away, but the last, I think I mentioned it the last episode, the last half of it, it's kind of a bit, I don't know, like if you watch it and you see, you know what I'm talking about, but I don't want to give any spoilers, but, uh, anything else I've been watching, I've been, I've been wanting to watch, um, Midnight Mass. That's one of my, uh, one of my to-do lists. I've been hearing good things about it. So uh, Netflix, also original. Heard good things. Um, it's got one of the a British actor on there that I quite like. Uh, his, his name's Raoul. Oh, I can't remember his surname. He's from London. 
I think you know who he is. He's the guy who's a, um, who's appears on a lot of Alana Pierce's uh, videos. Rahul Kohli. Yes, the one. Yeah, name just came to me. Yeah, yeah, he's quite a funny guy. He, he's at, yeah, he's really funny, man. I've been watching a lot of stuff with uh, on her channel when with, with his with him in it. I think they started a podcast or something, and it's it's pretty. He's got that. It's just, just a typical thing that most Brits have is that sort of dry, self-deprecating humor, which we all all inherently have. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I've met anyone who's like got this sort of like dour humor that like who doesn't come from the U from from the uk that that we all seem to share we all seem to get it so and we all find it funny so and also linking it to video games to a degree he he was faz in uh gears five. Oh right i didn't know that quite funny oh. in that yeah. cool oh he's the very, obnoxious, very, he's the obnoxious very, yeah, guy oh shit that, yeah, yeah cynical dry oh, character God, in that well. yeah and a bit egotistical as well the, yeah. the glass the sunglasses yeah. that's all right yeah but yeah i i want to get on to watching that but let me pass that question on to you my uh long bearded friend um what the what have you been watching what have you been playing what have you been like doing who you've been doing no i haven't been doing anyone unfortunately but um what have i been doing um I've mentioned over the last few podcasts that I was rewatching My Hero Academia because I couldn't remember anything that happened in it prior to season five. I finished season five like a week ago and uh, it wasn't worth it. Season five was just kind of okay, but at least it's done now. And um, Demon Slayer Mugen Train came out to stream recently, the movie that continues the plot from season one. So I was going to watch that and then realized I'd forgotten half of what happens in season one because it was like two years ago when I watched it. So I'm halfway through season one of that, rewatching that. You were rewatch? What is up with you and rewatching thing? I, I never do stuff. that. I, I don't get stuff so I, much. I, I really don't care. I've never gone and go, uh, I've, it's been like three years since I last watched a series. I've got to rewatch. I never do that. So I think, fuck it. I'll just go, go re I'll just, I'll just watch it and get like, they, they always sort of like give you sort of like, a hint and stuff, a recap of what happened. Well, I, never I, I asked a friend that had watched it. I said, is there a recap? Cause I can only, I, I've forgotten tons of it. And he said, no, there isn't. So I was like, shit. Oh, you, what? He just kills demons. There's nothing like too big. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all it is. He, he trains and becomes a, an apprentice and kills demons. It's just a typical, uh, so, uh, I was going to say soju, um, shonen shit. Yeah. Well, I'd forgot. I'd completely forgotten about the doctor and her apprentice until I watched that episode last, or well, those last few episodes last night. And um, so, yeah, it's reminded me of that at least. I'm enjoying watching it again. It's a really good show, and as I say it's been a couple of years since I watched it. And um, what have I been playing? I think I'm. I think I mentioned in the last one that I finally got around to playing Resident Evil Seven, finished that, and did the DLC and everything. And uh, I felt like playing another horror game, so I thought I'd start The Evil Within, the first one. I've always heard good things about the sequel, and I wouldn't want to play that without playing the first one. And I've played the first three chapters of the first one, and it's really janky, and I'm not sure I want to continue with it. It's just, it feels very kind of mid-budget horror game, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it just feels quite unpolished. So I'm not sure if I'll stick with it or not. I also have started Metroid Dread. I'm a few hours into that, and it's very, very good. 
it's given me a reason to actually pick up my switch again i haven't touched it in months but uh yeah it's great it's very good and the last thing i've been playing this one might surprise you is marvel's avengers because hmm. it's on game pass now and i thought well, i might as well try it and um the campaign's actually okay it's not bad it's just like your typical big budget triple a action adventure campaign and uh the characters are actually quite good kamala khan is very likable and uh i don't think i'm going to be doing any of the post story stuff which is all the games of the service co-op live service micro transactiony stuff don't think i'm going to bother with that i'm just going to play the campaign and then yeah that was fun now on to the next thing but yeah it's in game pass so i thought i'd give it a go it looks really good as well it's a very good looking game and um it's fine basically i'm not going to be shouting its praises from the rooftops but it's fine it's entertaining enough i suppose if you like those big budget action adventure games that are all about visuals and set pieces which to be honest i don't play many of them so maybe if you play those kind of games and nothing else maybe it's just not worth your time but i don't really play many of those so i'm enjoying it to a degree other than that that's about it i did also start resident evil 8 for a video on our channel because as you mentioned we've been doing our month of horror which is now complete because we're recording this actually on halloween and the final video has gone up and um I thought I'd do a quick video of Resi 8 because obviously having finished 7 finally I could actually play it and some shit went down in the beginning of that game that I did not expect like literally in the first 10 minutes but um, it's a very good looking game but uh, Ethan gets his hands all fucked up again that guy he's got no chill when it comes to his hands mm. he needs to like I don't know wear some gauntlets or something yeah, it seems pretty good. I might carry on with that. I'm kind of in the mood for some spooky games at the moment, so I might carry on. But other than that, that's about where I am, what I've been doing. Very little watching Demon Slayer and playing video games. So I guess we can move on to gaming news. What's been happening in the world of gaming, Paul? Has uh, anything been happening? Um, yeah, PlayStation have recently had the state of play. Um, I can sort of say that it was quite universally universally panned. Sure was. It, w- it wasn't very good at all. Um, there was a lot of hype from certain people about what they were going to announce or show. Um, you're a gamer, one of the uh, the, the video, uh, the YouTube channel anyway. They did a live stream on it and they, uh, in their title... Had a Elder Ring, Elden Ring, Final Fantasy sixteen question mark explanation mark. <laughs> no, it, it was like proper low budget sh- um, schlock in there. Um, which, like I mentioned um, before, that I did about reaction video. I decided for the first time ever to do a, a reaction video. So I uh, I have live streamed events, but because it was only half an about twenty minutes. I thought well, I'm going to do a reaction video, um, and I did it, and um, it hasn't got quite the 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 the, the dislikes to likes ratio is in favour <laughs> of the dislikes. Um, People are very happy with you. Well, I've like I, I don't <laughs> think I'm take wrong. Take their annoyance to Sony. I don't think I'm wrong. Like I've seen a lot of other people's 
reactions and videos or opinions about the state of play and it was all pretty negative it wasn't very good it was probably the worst worst one they've ever done um yeah, it I looked at I looked at some other reaction videos and everyone was negative about it and forum chat everyone was negative about it it just wasn't a very good show hmm. so that that annoys people I, I guess part part of it is maybe because they hype themselves up and they're disappointed so they're just angry partly it's obviously going to be some fanboyism in there I'm I mean sure that was I, the I same don't, with Xbox I, fans if they had a show that bad I don't think um I was being very disrespectful. Um, I wasn't going, oh, well, this is a load of shit. <laughs> I was just literally just sitting there going, what is this? Like, this is, um, it, it, it just, a lot of this stuff was just like proper low budget games that it seemed like they was free to play. So they were like those sort of free to play sort of games that they were releasing very like sort of low end, low hanging fruit. And um, the, the one, the one game that was, um, quite what I was interested in was um, the new Star Ocean, but the, I I even mentioned it. I said, "Man, Star Ocean, this this looks like a PS3 game." The and uh, the 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 graphics weren't weren't very. Uh, I mean, it's Not never really that great of a PS3 game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the last Star Ocean looked better than that. Uh, I don't think it did, to be honest. The last Star no. Ocean was bad. Okay. I was very well, excited for it. I bought the limited edition. It's on my shelf behind me. It's just um, a bad game. So, I mean, Star Ocean, normally I would have been like, oh, shit, yeah, Star Ocean, new Star Ocean coming. But after Star Ocean 5, I'm like, oh, no, new Star Ocean. <laughs> they're going to screw it up this time. It's kind of like they're, like, it's they're like the new Tales of, sort of like the sort of cheap-looking JRPG. But Tales has, like, gone up in quality, they're in the recent games and their latest game has got really good reviews and the quality and production has gone up and now star ocean is sort of like um it sort of replaced them as a sort of like the sort of low-end jrpg if i remember correctly the team that developed the very first tales of game tales of fantasia actually split in two and half of that team went on to be the star ocean team um, oh. And uh, NX, I think, before the Square Enix merger, that uh, was Tri-Ace. So they actually started off as, them and the Tales of team were actually started off as the same teams, which is why there's quite a lot of similarities between them. But yeah, Tales of Arise is like, you, you play that now and you're like, this is a Tales of game? It's mad. It looks so good. Mm. And um, I think Star Ocean is just, I think Tri-Ace are just getting starved for budget. They're just, I think they're just trying, they're doing the best they can with a very low budget. Because mm. five was very low budget like four four was um timed exclusive to the 360 in europe and the uk europe and the americas and um it was actually a good looking game for the time and uh, it still looks quite nice now but it got it had a good battle system but it got derided for some other choices but star ocean 5 is just a bad game and it feels extremely cheap to the point now where like you see the new one, I think, well, they're still not really getting any budget because it looks like a mashup of Star Ocean, Fantasy Star Online, and Xenoblade Chronicles X. And that, on paper, sounds quite appealing, but it just doesn't look very good. <laughs> like you said it on the video, you were, when you're trying to figure out what it was on the reaction video, you're like, is this Star Ocean? Hmm. And then you went, why does it look so shitty? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a reaction video back and it just made me laugh. 
<laughs> it did look a bit shit. I was, yeah, I was just like, this can't be Star Ocean, is it? And I was like, it, it, it looks really shit. I was quite disappointed. And then it, it, obviously it was the Star Ocean. I was like, oh, oh this is not, this does, this the, not good. That's the main problem with that state of play is that that was kind of the biggest budget game shown and it looked pretty bad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think people have sort of reacted positively to the video. Um, but that's a problem. Like, I didn't say anything really disparaging. Uh, I was just, like everyone else, kind of un really underwhelmed. Because, you know, like Sony, they, they've been known for their big budget AAA games. That's, that's what they've always dangled over sort of Xbox primarily that, you know, they have the... Uh, they have the last of us they have the day days gone they have the um horizons and the, and the um god of war which are really really well polished games apart maybe not so much that he's gone but the, the you know like they've been always lauded they're like they're, they're hollywood Big budget cinematic triple a yeah and so and watching that step play i was just like well this is like kind of what you, you go on about Xbox about like these sort of like cheap looking janky kitty sort of experimental games. I mean, it had one, I can't remember what was the one about the band. And I was thinking, Oh my God, this is so cringe. Uh, I can't remember what the game was. It was in the beginning and they were like, Oh yeah, yeah are you yeah. uploading to Facebook? To I was like, Oh my God, this is kind of cringe. Uh, you can catch all our music here. I was like, Oh <laughs> shit. And I was just like, oh, right, cool. It sounds, this it sounds was, like... It was very much like an indie state of play. And um, I don't know if they necessarily communicated that beforehand. They just said third-party games, as far as I can remember, mm -hmm. which is why people were thinking, oh, Elden Ring, Final Fantasy 16, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And um, even like before it started, I was like, "Oh, maybe they'll show a new trailer for Final Fantasy 16." That was kind of the reason I watched it. Hmm. I did. I didn't think they were would, but I thought hmm. it's twenty minutes. I'll watch it. What have I got to lose? Hmm. And it just wasn't a very good show. No, it it, just... it it wasn't very good, man. Uh, but I probably will like do. We well, we will do more reaction videos in future um nintendo directs anything that's like not long like half an hour sort of thing yeah. these little like anything that's quite long like you know the e3s and all that i'll probably do a live stream of it but the um the, the, these sort of things oh we'll probably do more of them i mean you 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 yourself said that you wish you did the reaction video for the gameplay reveal of halo infinite yeah, which campaign you know, overview which went up what, like a week ago now i think yeah um i, wish I that, thought of it at the time yeah that would have been really good because obviously you're a massive Halo fan and the game looked good. They even take took the piss out of themselves, you know, with the Craig uh, brute <laughs> thing. Favorite. Yeah, I thought, oh, that's that's well done. Like they got like that sort of like, oh yeah, okay, we'll, we'll take. That. I'll be, I'll love it if there's an enemy and they're called like the brute Craig. Craig. <laughs> yeah, I just be like, yeah. I that's think great. Microsoft did the right thing with that meme. They just fully embraced it. Yeah, they embraced they it. Like as yeah. soon as it came up, like I think it was Sketch, the community manager at three four three, was just like, "Oh yeah, that's Craig." Yeah, and that's where the whole name came from and everything. Yeah. And he was like, "Don't, don't, don't pick on Craig," and they just they just ran with it, mm. and that's the best way to kill a meme dead in its tracks, really. If the company just embraces it, because then it kind of loses its venom. 
it, it, it let's be honest it was cooked up to make to make the game look bad i mean the game didn't look great anyway it, it clearly it looked like a game that was months away from being finished which it was at the time and then obviously it got delayed but you you watch that video you don't even see that frame you have to be scrubbing through it one frame at a time to find that frame mm. so it, it, the whole meme was all about making the game look as bad as possible and microsoft just like embraced it and just killed it dead I, I, I like the fact that they've they've done that this gen especially even with the um, people saying oh the xbox the the series x looks like a fridge and what did they do they made they released a mini fridge. They, made a fridge. <laughs> they actually embraced it and go yeah here we go cool it's a mini fridge and everyone's like oh man i really want one of those <laughs> <laughs> you know? that thing so that i suppose we could also mention that in the news because that actually um went up for pre-order yeah what, like a week or so ago yeah. a little over Brilliant. a week and it just it disappeared immediately yeah. it was just gone I was actually so tempted. I was like, I don't need a mini fridge, but it looks so good. I kind of want one. It was uh, kind of reasonably priced as well. Yeah. It was like eighty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I was, Even like, oh, I was like, I don't need it, but it's kind of funny. Like, it would be so cool just to have like your beers in, in your Xbox mini fridge. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, yeah, it looks like a mini fridge, but fuck it. All right, we'll make a mini fridge and sell it. And they made bank out of it, but it's sold mm-hmm. out. Before so. that, they made a huge version. Fridge yeah, oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. As well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. their their marketing team has just been on it the last sort of mm-hmm. year and year and change. They've just been like, yeah, we're just yeah, like just gonna laugh well pe- off along with you. Yeah, people have been trying to find like obviously trying to like find flaws with everything and make memes and uh, and stuff. And they've sort of just gone, okay, we'll we'll roll with it. We're, we're okay. We'll 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 take that and use it to our advantage. And they've been yeah, and it's worked. And that's why it's doing this generation. It's been looking on the up for for xbox which is it's uh, like with anything different. really isn't it if you if you show that something has irritated you people latch onto it mm, mm. so if you just show that you, just, you you're like yeah i can find the humor in it too people just go oh okay it's not funny anymore now mm. and it's just but, like the amount of times i've seen um people complaining about microsoft embracing the craig meme oh it's so cringe that they embraced this it's like no you're just mad that it's not mm. that they they didn't get up in their feelings about it mm. that's what you're mad about yeah they've even like they even showed showed the new and improved craig <laughs> they were like doing xbox well like, look, look, who's back. look how handsome he looks made him look all hipster there was this meme where, like i think they did they were like how it began like the first craig <laughs> and how it, how it ended the new improved craig was, like, fucking brilliant <laughs> but yeah man it's great um i mean i'm like I'm not really like a, a guy into meme culture because I, I find some of the memes could be like really poor taste. Um, I don't want to mention anything in particular. There was that that event on on the uh, on a film set with it was an incident, and um, yeah, I don't know how these people work so fast, but there was just memes mm-hmm. coming out of it, and I was just like, like, literally, literally in minutes. minutes. It's just like what. I, I know like probably like there's been a rumor that Russians and China have their own sort of department where they spread memes around yeah. sort of like that. So, but it just came out of nowhere. And I was like, literally this is, this just happened. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's like a tragedy. It's like a tragic accident. Yeah. Happened. And then died. And then um, literally within a minute, there's memes. And it's memes. Just like, All right, man, uh, take a day off. I mean, like, I don't want to mention names, but there we have a, we have someone who we know that, He's quite he, he enjoys that sort of 
uh, thing, and um, that the person in question showed showed myself like the, them, and he's been we and in, we have a a what's a mutual WhatsApp group, and it was just pouring in, and I was just thinking, oh Jesus Christ, um, too soon, man. He, he, he's, he, someone died, and we I, we shouldn't really be making jokes of it because um it's it's just it's, it's tragic tragedy but you know that's the world of 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 the internet isn't it it's a very uh weird and scary place <laughs> you know you can get you can get swallowed up by it man um like i i just want to mention one, one one other thing before we uh move on um back in the day like when we was like uh when uh the series x got Got, got released i entered uh, a, a competition to win one and i knew star neutral the the a game with chums account instead of my own personal account oh this was this was the uh, one x you mean wasn't it the one x sorry yeah did i say series x yeah okay one x sorry it was to win it and um it turns out i won but in that very day Raw's posted pictures of his the one x that he purchased with and it was my just own the time money and just just the, the timing couldn't be perfect because i won it and then everyone was just looking look that person's already won one you should redo the competition again and it was just like a, like a, a major shitstorm that people yeah. were like they were dming us they were they, they were like just retweeting it and like loads of people Telling joining the guy in to give it to someone yeah. else yeah and the guy was like thank, thank god like he he was just like no he won fair and square like, so what if he got like got another one I was like no no there's two people who run this this channel like there's me in his roars and he that's his but they just didn't seem to want to they know didn't, up. they didn't care they, they didn't care it, it wasn't about that it was just about wanting some drama that was really all it was it was just and they were like oh that's my blood in the water i'm going for it and they were like oh look an influencer gets uh, uh, uh a youtuber, YouTuber gets giving youtubers yeah. xboxes we and I was like, like 80, 80 subs at the time or something, yeah, didn't we? It was like 2017 or something. We, uh, we <laughs> were like 90, 100 subs. Yeah, it was just yeah, like... People, people were acting like like, we, like we'd like we been given one by Xbox because mm. we're big YouTubers because I posted mine on, on our Twitter account. And I was mm. just like... I think it, just, it was a picture of the box and it just said, look what just turned up or something. Mm. And, then, and then like minutes later... It was announced on this uh, this other guy's Twitter that Paul won the other one. So people obviously started going through our Twitter and found that, and we're like, "They've already been given one by Xbox." I'm like, no, I bought that with my own money. So we both kind of waded in and tried to explain that. Mm -hmm. There's two of us here. Paul's entered that competition without. I didn't even know you entered it. It was completely no. without my knowledge. I didn't think I was going to win. I was just was like, you know, yeah. it was just a retweet thing, wasn't yeah, it? So yeah. like retweet, like and retweet yeah. thing. Mm. I was like, look, I've bought one with my own money. That's the one I've posted on our Twitter. Paul's, Paul's just entered this competition, and he's just happened to win that one. And people were like, you can see how it looks bad, though. I'm like, no, no. I can't. I've just explained to you exactly they, what's happened. And they were There's like, no way you can spin that. And they were like, you well, know what? You should, you should give it away. Yeah, so yeah, give it away. I was like, no. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, we're just getting... It's 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 really strange, like how things can happen on on the internet. They went through our history to find anything of dirt on us to like use against us, and I was just like, "What is going?" On? And this is just and then a small when they thing. They didn't find anything. They they just started mm. manufacturing things. Like hey, it was just... you can see how it looks bad. No, I can't. It doesn't look bad. 
it's just it just makes you think like that, that's such a small thing it just imagine what people have to deal with like bigger like much mm. like influences like people in in the spotlight social media stars um celebrities anything like how bad that could get like just to think that just like 10 times worse but it's a it's a crazy world man and and at that point i was like damn wow this is this is this is insane just for winning a competition yeah (laughs) thing that made me laugh is that the people were saying oh youtube was giving other youtubers freebies Mm. Those people had YouTube channels, channels and they had more subscribers than us. Yeah, they entered the same competition. So, <laughs> was uh, like, are you crazy? Yeah. And uh, I was like, what, what's going on? But yeah, uh, internet, man. It's, uh, it's a strange it's, place. Strange, strange, strange place. It's just, yeah, like I think Jim Sterling said this before like, negativity is what sells on the internet. Like, that's why they stopped doing any kind of positive videos because they weren't seeing any kind of. Mm. But those videos weren't getting watched. The only videos of theirs that would get watched were negative ones. So mm. they just they just basically started doing nothing but that. And then people were like, oh, your videos are negative. Mm. So, well, yeah, because that's all anyone watches. And it's you kind of you see the same thing on like um, just in like comments on articles and Facebook and on forums and stuff. People just gravitate towards negativity. It's like it it's like it somehow fuels them. Mm. It's just. It's, it, I don't know how you don't get tired of it because mm. I just if I'm like in a conversation that's going negative and I can't turn it around I'm just like alright I'm going mm. no, like, you can, you do you but I'm going to go and like do something fun like go get drunk or something I don't know yeah and it's just well, I don't understand why people just gravitate to negativity so much but yeah it's times we live in I guess Indeed, indeed it is, Mr. Ross. So speaking of gravitating towards negativity, yes, we'll probably do more reaction videos. <laughs> so won't yeah, be negative. Uh, I mean, Jesus Christ! I when when we were getting sort of the dislikes, I said to Ross, we should do more because people watch these things. Like, do you know what I mean? They want to see people's reactions to see if it's negative, which my people come across as mine as being overly negative. But I was just. I was, I, I, it was more of like, I, I, I was disappointed. I wasn't like slating, um, PlayStation. I was just like, well, that's quite disappointing, which was the most, that was the, uh, the general, um, the general, consensus, uh, consensus that it was, uh, disappointing it was, it was, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll do more because people, it seems to want to watch people's reactions. That's why that that genre is so popular. Uh, it's done do well in terms of views, especially compared to some of our more recent stuff. Yeah, I think so, people yeah, want to watch we'll us more. want us to play less video games and just do more sort of reaction, more sort of like reaction and sort of events, sort of vlog vlog things, which seems to be more popular. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do more of those sort of that shit and <laughs> no because we, we we stopped doing like let's plays because that's just uh uh, uh that's a de- dead, genre. dead genre yeah i mean we missed our our, our time to do it which was in the early t- uh, the mid two two thousands. so i think it was its peak mm-hmm. um when everyone was doing let's plays and they started but now they like people still watch let's plays but they just sent, tend to stick to them the, the established ones like, up and coming ones just uh, you just don't have a prayer now because yeah, you know people doing them on twitch and then just twitch. uploading the the yeah. um what's it called the live streams yeah 
yeah. VODs. Yeah. But yeah, Cut. nobody seems to want to watch like a, a normal Let's Play in parts anymore. Like ours are just, ours fell off a cliff to the point where mm. they just were not worth the effort. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of playing for a whole game uh, and then you have like two or three people watch uh, parts of it? just not disheartening so yeah i mean we we got we 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 won't let it stop us making videos like we will just have to evolve and think of new new things or just sort of wait ride the wave man because we've been doing it for a while and uh if we wanted to stop we would have stopped when we were when our videos weren't getting that many views but we, we're trying new things so like this podcast for once and which is doing does does fairly well in terms of on YouTube anyway on on the audio it does better I think because it's on the different platforms it's on Spotify it's on Amazon Music now the only thing it's not on it's on i it's not on iTunes yet because it's just like a oh, like, so like, oh, I've got to do this I've got to sign Tim, into iTunes Tim Cook uh, really don't like, doesn't like us that's what it is it's personal yeah but, um, Tim Cook watched one of our videos once and he's like no I'm not having these guys on my platform. Fuck these it's not guys! Happening. Yeah, they they seem like a drunk, like a bunch of drunken hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen these guys. They use Windows. It's not mm. happening. It's just not. That's not not today. <laughs> but yeah, we'll do more reaction stuff because it seemed to come out well. And I do wish I'd thought of it when the uh, Halo campaign overview came out because I had some pretty good reactions to that. I just what well, didn't happen to be on a camera. <laughs> it happened. It would have been but, really good um, for you to do that one. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I do love me some Halo, and mm. um, I've played all, well, I say all, both of the flights, multiplayer flights so far, but the campaign is what I'm really waiting to see more of, or was mm. waiting to see more of, and it looked great. And um, I wish I'd thought of that, but now I guess I have to think ahead in this sort of mindset of what we can react to, what will be, we don't want to just start doing random crap like, reacting to, I don't know, hot chili sauce that I bought at the supermarket or something stupid like that. Obviously, it'll be about games and anime and film and stuff. And it'll just sort of, I just have to get into the mindset of looking ahead and seeing what events are coming and wondering if we can sort of do something with that. Like, as you were saying, the longer stuff probably isn't going to work too well. Like, they're not going to do a react to the video game awards, which are coming up in five weeks, I think, because that thing goes on for hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that, that, that's more live stream sort of territory because I can you can live stream that and I can get up and go and have a toilet or something while that still goes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What Jeff Keighley's talking about how much he loves Hideo Kojima I was actually thinking of doing a, 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 a live stream of um, I think oh, I don't know if the Country Rolls done their awards yet. I think they have, haven't they? the anime awards i think i think they have i'm pretty sure they did it a few months ago but that, that's another thing that i might do we might do something like that in the future like a live stream of the anime awards because we love anime and we uh yeah speaking Got of which a couple of um podcast ideas around that as well and some video ideas around that that we kind of on the back burner a bit at the moment i guess but we'll yeah we'll get to that stuff as well because we, we probably should do more anime stuff because we've both kind of grown up watching anime since like i don't know like the mid 90s or something yeah um probably i keep trying to think what's the first anime i ever watched and we didn't get dragon ball when we were kids so that 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 that, that one wasn't our first it wasn't pokemon because by then we were all we we're in our sort of teens 
early teens. Um, I'm pretty sure mine was maybe Robotech, some shit like that. When it was on syndicate, when it was on TV, I think it was on like channel four or something. And they never showed it in order. It was always out of order. So I was like, what the hell's going on? But yeah. This was the first anime I ever saw. What's that? Akira? Yep. For the audio listeners, he's holding up a Blu-ray of Akira. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't the Blu-ray. It was on channel. You remember years back, like it, it must have been sort of early. I think it was the early 90s, like maybe like 92 or 93 or something. I, I was like eight, nine years old. And um, they just they put it on late night one night. And um, I remember they advertised it one evening. And... Um, it was actually my dad went, oh, Akira. And me and, me and my brother were like, what's that? And he was like, oh, it's, I've heard of it. It's this Japanese cartoon about motorcycle gangs and stuff. And we we kind of like ended up begging our dad to record it for us. So he recorded it on a VHS for us overnight. And then we watched it the next morning. And he was like, oh, I don't think I should have let you watch this. It was quite violent and gruesome and had boobs in it. Hmm. But yeah, that that's the first anime anything I saw, and I was I was about eight, I think, mm. and um, grew from there. Yeah, but yeah, we can talk. We can do a podcast about our life with anime. We can do various podcasts. We can't just do one. I'll be here. I mean, like the Trash Taste Boys, they're supposed to be an anime podcast, and they barely talk about <laughs> they anime talk about on there. Anything but uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but we we can do more than one. It doesn't just have to be the anime episode can just be a part of our experiences with anime and shit but uh, um yeah i think cool like uh well speaking of vlogging um, i guess because we kind of touched on that a bit doing live events and stuff you went to mcm me weekend i did indeed yeah how you didn't it? go i mean you i didn't... watched the video so i know the answer but how was yeah. it yeah you didn't go you would you you um too scared um uh, to be honest like you sh- he could have come it, it was quite spaced out uh, it wasn't as uh, a cluster packed in like sardines like it normally is because they had uh less stand stalls sellers dealers whatever you want to call them there than i've ever seen um most of the big names weren't there uh, such as uh square enix wasn't there manga wasn't there uh, and all the anime.com wasn't there. That's that's crazy to me. Basically, always there. Basic toy, um, Tokyo Toys wasn't there. Basically, all the all the big hitters. What that was we, there? <laughs> was there anything there? Mate, there was barely anything there. Like, um, not even like any of the Disney Marvel stuff went there. You know, Nintendo normally have a st- store there with a, you know, they have a section there that weren't there. It was very sparse. Um, I, I do i have a i normally collect like a I, this is a thing i do every combo i always get one i'm pretty sure I, i've got one and i will i look for it and all the um country wall wasn't there all the uh all, all the all the, the well-known ones weren't there was um, it literally just like an empty hall and just people walking around because that's what it sounds like it felt like it at some points because they knew in the excel center they have they they use the whole center because it's that big now i remember like they used to use like half a hall or something back in the day when they first started mm-hmm. then they sort of expanded because there were other events that used to go on there as well to, 
Um, but that just it just got so big that they had to use both um, hangers to hold it. And these hangers are huge; they're massive, man. Big spaces. Uh, big spaces. But um, yeah, there wasn't that much there. And um, uh, I don't know if I think it COVID did have a part in it. Obviously, like they could they needed more space to to have some sort of semblance of social distancing. Um, so I don't know if some of the the, the main companies just didn't want to go there because they were afraid of COVID, of the of, of, of the virus. Um, but um, there's, there's there's a thing they have like after you you go you go to the event they email you asking for feedback, and I've given my feedback before, and I think they've taken maybe like there's an option there to say what do you want to see more there of. And there's a list of like what you can what you can choose. They give you options, and what we I noticed a lot there was there was a that one of the options was to have more chill out areas, more social stuff to do socially instead of just like going there and it's a glorified market. So there was a lot more of that. Um, the person I was there with, um, our, our friend Dan, he kept saying that it was like there's a lot of chill out spaces there, and I was thinking hmm, there was one of the options that you get to put down on your feedback so maybe people wanted it to be more of like like a sort of a social a, gathering yeah social where people with people with with these sort of uh mutual um hobbies can meet and sort of talk and make friends and you know what i mean instead of just going in where it's just a it, it it does feel like sometimes you go in it, it's just a glorified like place market where you spend yeah. money and maybe that's what they wanted. They they wanted to move away from that and sort of embrace more of the social aspect, of the making friends and stuff, which kind of defeats the point of social distancing. But <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot more of that. Places to sit, to hang out, to play card games, to just basically relax and stuff like that. Um, I will say one thing I have always thought and never really given it that much thought, to be honest, but there generally is never enough places to sit. If you just need to sit down for a minute, there still That's wasn't. What we always used to do. Still wasn't. <laughs> oh, we great. still we still sat on the floor. Yeah, because yeah. what we always used to do is like we'd if we'd take a break, we'd just do it when we were going to go and get something to eat or get a beer or something, and then sit at like one of the food vendors or bars because there isn't isn't really weren't anywhere to sit within the con space. So I can I can kind of understand people giving that feedback and saying I want somewhere I can just sit down for five minutes, but. From watching the video you guys made, it does kind of look like that was like half of it. it was just places to sit. Yeah, we still ended up sitting on the floor because um, there was nowhere to by sit. The rubbish going by the rubbish. By the rubbish. Yeah, and um, cool. Um, yeah, the, um, we we there was a period where we uh, this is what we do. This is like a traditional thing what we do when we go to the cons. We walk. We do like a circuit of the the the. Um, the 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 event see what's about sort of walk around we don't actually engage in any of the stores per se properly we walk around we see what's about we sort of get our, our bearings then we get a beer we went we did that and we went to the uh, we went to the bar uh in, not the one in the center of the XL there we went to one of the pop up ones and went oh straight to the straight to the beginning of the queue I would like a beer please sir and they were like can't serve yet not until 12 o'clock and we're just like oh 
Okay, we look like a bunch of pissheads, and it's <laughs> and it, it wasn't that early. It was because we got general entry. There was no. This is another thing, right? I love MCM, man. We we love it. So we we we, we, we keep saying we keep we, saying that we only from love. We keep saying that we wish it was around when we were youngsters, even though we probably we had no money. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? I've completely forgot. We get sw- oh, f- no, so so general entry because um the ticket prices go up, and what pissed me off about the, this one was the tickets were quite expensive, and there was less to for us to do there as adults to do that to spend our hard earned cash on. So I was a bit annoyed with that, and then um. Yeah, like um, sometimes we 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 used to get priority tickets where we get to go in like an hour yeah, earlier. Early. Yeah. But at that time, I was like, "Fuck that!" It's like five quid more. Plus, you you pay for a booking fee as well. Even though you go, you get the tickets digitally. They they charge you, which was insane. So um, yeah, we we so we got there, and, and then I was like, I don't ever remember that there was a license in at twelve o'clock. I'm like, is that like an Excel thing or was that a con thing? Because even we went, even went to the, we, we, this is how much of a drunkens we were. We were like, oh, fuck this. Let's just go to the, to the actual bar. So we walked around. It was like fire, seven minutes to, went to the bar and we're like, oh, no, I can't. It's 12 to, it was like, gee, it's like, wow. <laughs> it, I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember there being like a, a, a time, like a, to sell alcohol because like maybe we just haven't come up against it because it would usually have taken longer to do the rounds because there would have been actual stuff to look at possibly maybe it's just the fact there was less to look at this time that you kind of got around it quicker yeah i mean like here in the uk like we got the, the 12 o'clock rule is gone that needs to be a rule when we were young younger uh i do remember like pubs couldn't serve until 12. that's gone now you could they serve when they open which sometimes is 10 or 11 o'clock it doesn't matter or even nine like weatherspoons open uh, they have their breakfast and people go in there and, and have a beverage with at nine o'clock it's crazy it's like the, a pint, yeah yeah they do that it's, it's done like so i was just like where does this fucking 12 o'clock rule come from oh uh, just give us a fucking beer otherwise i'll, I'll go crazy but no 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 but we waited and then we 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 got the beer but it, it's like i do i we we have we we have like traditions when it comes to cons don't we 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 do have that we have to walk around we get i i get the uh i like to get the uh the the uh the the con, the, the con book whichever con we're out i like to get one just to collect it um get the beer then we do a circuit get something get another beer and then we get something to eat it's just it feels good i just like to walk around and just get the sort of soak it in a bit but like when there's little there it's a bit hard to sort of take it it felt like it it felt like a budget one i mean like we've been to a few cons like i always keep saying that london should have a a big anime convention we don't have that we have mcm but that's more of a mix of western and uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, Marvel, DC, Disney, bit of everything, basically. Bit of everything. Big nerd culture. Big, 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 big mishmash. Doctor Who and all that shit, um, which is good. I like it. Don't get me wrong, but I always think we should have one like they do in the states, where anime. They have one called Anime Expo, which is a pure anime. I would like to have that here in, in the UK. It's always something I think we've we've lacked. We should have like we. Should, 
I mean, like maybe we should write to Anime Expo. Go, hey, why don't you think about opening one here in UK? Come on, yeah, like open one in Europe. Like, there's there's a big market for it. Clearly, so you you'll make you make a make a lot of money, and it would be good to have like a bit a bit of more competition for MCM. You know, like they can use the Excel Center, obviously. Like this, like um, that's a good venue, good transport links. But I think that, I really think there should be just like a pure anime one because there is one in London, but it's very small. It's London very small. Anim, London anim, uh, London Anime and Gaming Con, which is held in uh, the Metropolitan Univers uh, Metropolitan University in North London, which I I quite like. I like the sort of the intimacy of it. Just the uh, yeah, fans, we go every fan. year. Uh, we we obviously didn't go this year because they had it in February. Was it in February or was it in July? Mm. It was in July, and it was just like a couple of weeks after when all the lockdowns were lifted. I think yeah. I kept thinking, oh, I was like that, that. Even for me, I was like, that's too soon. That's too soon. Can't have it. Push it. They should have pushed it back because I did, I would have went then maybe like if it was like now in November. But I was thinking, no, no, that's way too soon. No, straight after lockdown, like a week or two. I, I'm not. I'm not risking it. I mean. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like I think they should they would it should be like a pure. Well, I mean, there, there's hyper Japan, but that's more of a celebration of Japanese culture. Mm. Uh, so it's which we're also why, fans of and go yeah. to every year. So why it's, yeah? So why spect if there's a is there conventions or anything we're interested in, we we will go to it. You know, we're willing to spend like however amount of money to get in. How many amount of money to to pay for the the beer, the 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 merchandise and and stuff? We will spend. We 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 do look to spend. We turn know, up and support them. When support, they yeah. Like, uh, Pre-COVID, our our year is basically like MCM twice, um, LAGX twice, nice. and um, Hyper Japan twice, and then anything else that might pop up like Rezd or go to as well. EGX, so we tend, or we tend like. to, yeah, EGX. Mm. So we tend to go from anywhere, from between like five to eight conventions a year, mm. and it's been hard to go to none. Like I've been to mm. none for the last. The last one I went to was LAGC at the beginning of twenty nineteen. Was it twenty nineteen? It was no, it's twenty twenty. No, it was twenty twenty, wasn't yeah, it? Twenty twenty. Like February twenty twenty was the last yeah. con I went to. That was a so, good time. Yeah, not far off. Two years ago, that mm. was LAGC. And um, and obviously, I I just I I didn't go to MCM this time. It probably would have been fine. Like it sounds like they they managed it quite well, yeah. which you can probably speak about in a minute. But I I because I I have like underlying health stuff that I just don't want to take the risk. But booster shot next week, so yeah. LAGC, I'll be there. But yeah, what what was it like going to a convention? Kind of still in the midst of a pandemic. How did they handle it? Uh, oh that well huh that well they 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 did send emails which i don't think uh like i didn't read until like the the, the, the uh, like till like two days before i knew they but you would have to show some sort of yeah you had some vaccination they're like well we want to see that you're fully vaccinated or you've had the covid test that's proved negative you want your your passport digital passport which i was like oh shit didn't know you need that so i i signed up for it i got it so it shows that i've been like, i'm okay and stuff and all that so i got that downloaded i was like yeah sweet so i was like sent message to the people i was going with i was like have you got any of that and they were like what the hell is that <laughs> one of us got that about? one of us got that all sorted 
And the other one was doing it while we were in the queue. So I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, was that Dan that was doing it in the queue? He was, yeah. But he was like, oh, I got my, my double jab certificate. That should be all right. I was, like, I was like, yeah, it should be. But I, I got it both anyway, just, just in case. I was like, it's better safe than sorry. They looked at the double stamp. Well, they looked at my COVID pass. They were like, yeah, they didn't scan the barcode or anything. They're just like, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And that was basically it. And Dan just showed his double pass. And it was fine. Go in. Queue, queued up. Uh, they, were, they were a lot more thorough with your bag checks, though. There was like about three or four bag checks mm. that I had to go through. And you buy, and plus you had to go and get they, – they gave you a wristband, but they also gave you a um, – a, uh, not a not – uh, God, what are those things called again? A lanyard. Lanyard. Yeah, they gave us a lanyard. So we got a cool lanyard as well. So that's the first time I've ever been to one where they're giving you a lanyard. I was like, hey, look at that. Cool. But yeah, there were they they like two or three bag checks. I was like, yeah, okay. They're clamping down hold on your bags, <laughs> but not on the COVID thing. So mm. obviously, like, I was wearing the mask and stuff where I was queuing and shit. So, but um, yeah, there were like uh, sanit- hand sanit- sanitizers everywhere. Uh, so we used that a lot, and um, but it wasn't. There was never a time where we we were like this, shoulder to shoulder. We've been to one where we were just like packed in. Remember that one? I can't, yeah, it was that, about five yeah, or six that years was ago. That one year we went, we went on a Saturday. We which we usually didn't. We usually mm. would go on a Sunday, so it'd be a bit calmer. But we were like, it was just when it was starting to get big as well, um, like when it was really starting to explode. And we thought, let's go on the Saturday. And literally, you you just got marched around the place by the flow of traffic. So, like, if you wanted to look at anything, you just had to glance at it quickly as you got pushed past it. Like, oh, that looks great. I'll come back in ten minutes. Mm. Do a full circle. You were literally just mo- being moved by the crowd. It was mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, so it, it, that wasn't like that, and it hasn't been like that since then. To be fair, so I think they've kind of like because that was when they were using only. Hot, not the full capacity the full capacity they had like the other side was blocked off doors lost closed but now they've just used everything which is a good idea because it's Mm. just it's huge now man that's why i say there should be an anime expo here in the uk like they they should do a european version of it you know they'll they'll make money i don't know why they haven't done it yet because um Mm. There's, I always look online. I was like, "Is there a big anime one?" And like, obviously, like, I don't want to sound like London centric, but if there was one, it would be in London, you know, because obviously that's where the highest amount of proportion of people is. It's where you get the most money, you know, the best transport links. I think even people disagree. It does like whatever people say like about the rail, which is shit. The um the overground and the Docklands is really good. I don't think like it's ever been a de- since we've been there. There's never been delays on the Docklands or stuff like that. They come fairly regularly. Overground is fairly is pretty run pretty well. You know why that is because it's not fucking privatized. It's run but run by the London. <laughs> it's run by the London Transport. It's not like how we run our trains where it's all mm. it's sold private, off to private private private, private business and they all run so poorly. But those two. I run really well. Even the London Underground is, is run fairly well. It's just, it's just like it's it's, it's outdated. It's old. It's old because it's from the Victorian time. So it needs upgrading. It needs like investment, which they're doing. But um, 
even that it still runs pretty pretty fucking well like it's normally like every five six minutes they come along um but yeah it's just um infrastructure is just quite old but the new stuff like docklands overground run really well so yeah if anyone who's who listens to this podcast who's who who, <laughs> who runs a big anime convention come here we're, we're ready man we're prime i just don't they, they they should look at it and go well mcm does really well hyper japan does really well got lots of spo- sponsorships we even have a fucking Mitsura, Mitsura uh um festival here in in london in trafalgar square, trafalgar square yeah. which does I've well also been to whenever that pops mm. up it's normally in the summer but obviously we couldn't do it last time i think did they do it last time i don't know i didn't we didn't go anywhere because uh, i was like oh fuck that I'm 2019 not in the last one well i was just like you know, even if it's outside or something, <laughs> but um, they should have one. Like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, why don't they have one? <laughs> I think people would definitely support it. Like mm. people support MCM. MCM's huge. There's tens of thousands of people there every single day, and um, that's why they've gone from using like one hall to using the entire exhibition center over the last sort of decade. People will support it. People support LAGC. LAGC is very small, but it's busy. Like for its size, it's busy, and um, it does sell out on Saturdays. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's mm. a small it's a small venue. It's a small event, but it always sells out on Saturdays. It's always busy, and um, people will support this stuff. So someone do it. I do wonder if people have looked at it before. I'm going. Oh no, we'd, we'd be in competition with MCM, but I think there would be enough differentiation between. Like a purely well, anime pure pure anime one would is that what stands out from MCM because MCM's about all sort of alternative uh, culture like um, pop culture it's everything comics Doctor Who like I said before a lot of British like sort of stuff in there as well you know like like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and all that so Doctor Who like I said before um, it's uh, it's good and uh, but having a pure just like anime one would be really good it's one thing we're missing that's one thing we're missing i think this they're missing a, a good opportunity there i mean they can have it there at the excel or they could do what hyper japan does and have it in the uh kinsington olympia there's good venues man yeah it's, London, like, it's a global city there's somewhere you yeah. can hold it there's like even they've even had hyper japan at the o2 which was dumb bad great <laughs> queuing to get there was done so badly so bad so bad um so that's why they've never had it there again but there are options man you know we've got many great arenas and places that you can have it uh like even you, stuff you, in the olympic park as well like yeah. x xbox's xo19 was in the uh, copper box arena yeah in the olympic village olympic yeah you could do it. i mean like, places to do this stuff you don't have to I mean, necessarily immediately go to xl but I mean, build up to it. EGX, like the, they they've gone to XL now. Even mm-hmm. they were in, they were in, um, they were in Birmingham, and they were like, you know, this is in Birmingham, so let's go, let's get out of it. Um, but um, they 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 used to do it in the old uh, Earl's, Court. Earl's Court, which was great. That was my favourite venue for events. That was I really good. Earl's Court. Yeah. It was so. It was just. It was just a big open space. Basically, it was so mm. well laid out. I miss Earl's Court a lot. Mm. So one That's of those where things, Hyper Japan also used to be. 
That's right. Yeah, I was. I think that was one of my favorite ones. I think I had one of my ever my best ever Hyper Japan's there. I think mm-hmm. it might have been one of the first times we went, and we were just yeah. like we were just like sitting there with, like for hours. Even like when it was winding down, we're like we're just gonna s- take as much as in. There was people going around in little back their little backpacks with the beers and stuff like that. You know, like so. And we was just like, this is it, man. It was like the smells, the 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 the, the atmosphere, the the general like sort of like vibe was really like chilled and mm-hmm. like. Like it just felt really good. You know what? You get those feelings sometimes, and um, you're just like, oh, man, I could just, just chill here and relax. This is so good. I'm just, you just had that stupid smile on your face. It's just like, yeah, this is good, man. <laughs> this Chilling is my out. people. Having having a beer, listening to the you know, like people perform on stage. It was great, man. I was one of the best I've ones. missed all that for the last year and a half. Yeah. I mean, like... Uh, uh, even even the dodgy cons still at least have a touch of that atmosphere mm. that you can drink in. I've missed it all, not going for... I mean, it'll be two years by the time I go to the next one. It'll be LAGC in uh, February, February, I guess. Yeah. Next time I go, so it'll be two whole years without conventions. When, as I say, we usually do sort of like five to eight a year. So, yeah, missed a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's... Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, like the return of some sort of normality even though it seems like we're going to probably have to live with the virus for the rest of i don't know for how time it's going to be one of those things where we're going to have to live with it for like sort of like the the flu sort of sort of thing which um is a pain in the ass but um it's one of those uh ones that it is flu like so it's just going to probably be with us for god knows how long but yeah it's just a slight i am yeah, it's like, like I was saying, like, I can't wait to go, like, to go back and sort of enjoy these things. I don't think Hyper Japan are having a uh, an expo this year. They normally have, they have two, like you say, they have the summer one, then they have the Christmas market, which is a nice touch. I think that they normally do that in November. And I quite, I don't, I think I prefer that one over yeah, the I summer do. one. So something about it when they Japan do Christmas is just something some <laughs> different. But they did. They used something to do slightly it. weird about. It. Yeah, they did it. They used to do that in the tobacco docks in East London, yeah. which is in Wapping off something like that, I think. Which is not a great venue to go to it's when not, it's cold. It's not great. Um, it's quite because it's, it's, it's open. open. It's like two floors, and it's like got a, like in the middle. It's like an open top. Um. But uh, when you get into it, it's it's good. But yeah, I was like, oh, it'd be perfect if the venue was different. But that, it, it was one of those ones where they had they had to split it into, you know, especially on Saturdays, from the day people to mm. the afternoon. And I remember we we got the, the the day ticket, so we didn't have to leave. And then we just was like, well, let's just go. The place is empty. Let's just go and grab some beers. So we just grabbed some beers and we just sat Watching down. Watching all the people file out, and we were just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See you later. Sucks <laughs> to be you. Yeah, we've got beer. Yeah, but um, yeah, I remember one time we went to one and it was uh, we were just we were just doing everything. Like they had the remember they had that that the malt the malt whiskey thing, the heated mm. whiskey. And we were just like, you know what? Yeah. Let's go grab it. And we're like, yeah, that's good, man. We were uh, we experienced all the cockles. We were embracing Japan's delights. And there was one in hyper- East London. Yeah, there was one 
I think it, we we did the video of it for well, the one I think was in the Kensington Olympia where basically it was just us just drinking for the whole video. But we were drinking all various types of, of Japanese alcohol. <laughs> I just looked back at that video, I was like, we didn't actually do, do much. It's, it's because, and I'll be honest, that actually wasn't a great Hyper Japan. No. There really wasn't much to do that year. No. Other than drink. Uh, there mm. were more drinking options than there usually are, which kind of made up for it for us. But there wasn't a great deal to do there that on that one. I'm not sure what the deal was, but it just wasn't really much going on. But the whole video was just us going from one bar to the next. And buying beers. Which is a fairly, mm. fairly um, accurate portrayal of but- Hong going experience. That was like one time we just did decided not to do the um, sake experience because um, the Hyper Japan also do various other events within the, the the event itself, smaller ones. One of them was the is the sake experience, which we've done before because it was cheaper. It was cheap the ticket, mm. and they were they had a lot on display. But we noticed that it kept getting smaller and smaller. The, the, the the representation and and the, the ticket prices went up so we were just like well we're paying more a for lot less. more for less so we we decided that one time we're not going to do it this time we're not going to fall for it it was like 30 quid or something that year yeah it, it was Mad. like it's like this more the same probably more that it was more than the actual ticket itself to get in yeah, so it's just like it why are we fuck are we paying that so we went and then we walked past it and it was like literally like four or five tables Remember, it was just like it used a, to be about fifteen. It used to like go. It was like um a circular. You had to go around in a big circle, like start at the beginning, work your way all around until the end, to where the uh, they sold their products. And each table had like about four or five different variations of the sake for that particular company. They would give it to, and then we like, uh, and they would refill it. Like, yeah, but I know it's like. We went there once, and they were just poured a little tiny drop. I was just like tiniest taste. I was like, mm. and we're like the tip of your tongue. And we're not like going, oh, give us more. But you know, you <laughs> come on, like you don't like don't twenty quid for this. Yeah, you got like tons of stuff back there, man. Come on, and then they were like just this tiny bit, and then they were like, yeah, move it. We <laughs> if have you to want me to buy a bottle of this, you're gonna have mm. to give me more of a taste. And they were just like, okay, you can move along. I was just like. Even wine tasting, they give you the fucking half a client and get to taste it. But they were just like a little tiny bit. So at that point, we were just like, we're not going to do it this year, uh, which I think I, we were justified because we looked at the tables and it was very little. There. Very little there. There were more, they were selling more uh, different um, Japanese alcohol at in the venue than they were at the um sake experience so we're just like i'm glad i didn't pay 30 pound for that which is a shame because i like to do it because I, I i've we've done it I remember we went there once and the guy recognized i think he recognized <laughs> me he was like oh you were here last time i was like yeah cheers man and then the, another time there was a woman that recognized us as well yeah oh yeah yeah it's <laughs> like so, yeah we, we come here a lot <laughs> <laughs> we come here and we basically just drink don't mm. judge but it's it's good to to do these sort of things with mutual friends. It's always better. It's good. Yeah, we got like a group of people, like a corp, a group of people normally go with us. Sometimes there's a some other people who go who just want to are curious about it. Uh, but normally there's the the four of us: me, you, Nikki, and Dan that 
always seem to go apart from LAGC, which is just predominantly me, me and you. Because Dan um, and Nicky ever been to that? Dan's been to that once. Remember, and he said it was shit. That's why he never <laughs> oh, went yes. back. I yeah. remember he was in he was yeah. in one of our videos, basically yeah. saying it was rubbish. Yeah, um, I was just like, it's fair enough. It's not for everyone. Uh, I, I mean, I, it isn't amazing, but it's a day out, and it's sort of yeah. around the atmosphere and things you like. So it's, it's, still it's one of those ones that has the potential to be bigger than what it, it is currently now. I think because I think it's going to outgrow that particular venue it, i think because it's a university they get cheap uh cheap rent on using out the facilities so mm. that's what's probably keeping them there my i i i keep thinking to myself you just need need a bigger venue it looks a bit more uh, not prof- you know not professional per se but more not glamorous but it's like with the xl you're gonna you know you're gonna get it's a big one. You know, it's going to be a big yeah. deal. When it's like a, 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 a London University, you like, oh, it's kind of like an indie sort of thing, you know, very small scale, even though it has quite a lot there. If it went to like a sort of like a more sort of well-known venue, it will attract more people to go. And you get more sponsorships. Uh, yeah, I mean, Holloway is quite far for us where we live and it's near the uh if people don't know it's near where the arsenal football ground is um but uh, if it was um somewhere central east it'd probably do better i mean like i don't think anywhere in central london has big a big place to hold a venue they're normally done in east london or west but south london should get some love man you know, and we got we got a venue now fairfields so maybe that can hold something we're gonna yeah. have to start our own one, Chumcon. Oh my God, Jesus Christ, that'll be depressing. That'll be like, <laughs> that'll be, like, me. That'll be the worst. You'll turn up just to just to show solidarity. It'll be worse than the Croycon one that, oh, that, that we had in the Croydon. Yeah, well, I reckon we could maybe do better than that. Oh God, I hope so. We'll just be selling <laughs> our own figures and stuff. Not much better, but <laughs> mm. I don't think they ever had another one after that, did they? No, I couldn't remember. It was not good. No. But this is what I'm saying. Like, if you have an event, we'll turn up and support it, even if it turns out to be naff. And uh, that one was naff, but we still went. We still paid yeah. our money. Still checked it out. We made a video of it. We kind of took the piss. But if you've got these kind of events going on, we are going to turn up and support them. Absolutely. If someone do a big AX in London, yep. we'll be here I think, for it. I think the, the main point of this podcast is starting someone bring anime expo or an equivalent here to 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 uk just do it do one in if this pre- podcast can achieve one thing mm. i mean i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure there's anime events in in europe because i always hear about other you any tubers going to these places because they get invited like the anime man and people like that they get invited oh, to no, them there's definitely one in uh, france yeah so they're, they're, they they have they have them it's just we don't have one here because everyone because it's always mcm but if you have an exclusive one just just for anime we should have it because everyone other countries do and you're missing out because we, we out a bit, well, that's all. yeah i mean like mcm do it twice a year I mean, um, Expo can do it once just to see how it goes. And do it in like August and, or September or something. Yeah. People will turn up. People will turn up. With people, a lot of people are dying. For, like, we, we've been to a lot of these things. We know there's, there's a big demand for it. So, yeah. Please do. But Someone anyway, do it. Yeah. Anyway, and man. Then, you know, we'll sponsor it. 
Yeah. Sponsored yeah. by a ha- game with charms. Have us have us appear on one of your panels. <laughs> I mean, there's one one thing like I'm gonna tag London Anime and Gaming Con when I when I put this up on uh Twitter or Twitter or Facebook. And we always joke that we'll end yeah. up doing a panel there. Yeah, it hasn't happened Please, yet. Yeah, if you want to reach out to us, uh, <laughs> LAGC, uh, London Anime and Gaming Con, please do e- e- either DM us on Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook, or send us an email on uh, gamewithcharms at gmail.com. We'll, we'll, Best we'll, of all, you can pay we'll, us in beer. We Don't have to give us money. Just give us a, a, a free beer, a free, a free bar. We'll go on there. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll go on there fucking hammered. <laughs> we'll do a better we'll do a better q a than, than some some of the ones or discussion than some of the people you've had on there naming no names someone who did one about final fantasy uh yeah um but yeah please please reach out to us and we'll, we'll do it all right but um i think we'll be going on for a bit mr ross uh i think yeah i yeah. think that's gonna that's going to do us for today. The main thing I wanted to, to discuss really is how MCM was still in the midst of a pandemic. It we was discussed that to death. It was. I'll give my final verdict. Let's give out, give us out, a score out of seven. Out seven, just to, be, out, just to be weird. Two out two two and a half. Okay, it's probably so not great. It was, it was it was out of seven two three. It's always good to go to these things, especially when you're going with your friends. It's a day out. It's a you, 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 especially when you've been locked up for eighteen months. It's it's good. Uh, it's just it was a lesser one. It was like on a scale. If if I was to do like a trilogy, like a a top ten, it'll be it'll definitely be at the bottom, just purely because um, it wasn't what I've come accustomed to going to mcm in terms of what they had there that engaged me personally like even without the the big stores there they didn't have any of the smaller stores they didn't have any much gaming like they normally have like uh there's a company that's who goes to um london and i mean gaming con as well the retro game uh, place i can't remember the name of it but we always go there and buy some stuff from them yeah and they, they, mean, i can't think of their name they, they 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 weren't there this year. It just felt very uh, like we have been through a pandemic, and people were, were like didn't want to go, didn't want to set up stores there. But hopefully, it'll come back to some sort of normalcy. Norm, it'll come back to normal, and people will start going there again. Let's well, hope so. They paid two hundred ninety five pounds for it to see Tom Hodgson, but yeah. Uh, anyway, he really um, is the god of mischief, huh? Yeah. Getting people but, to pay that much. But anyway, Ross. Yeah, I think that's going to do us for uh, this time. Paul's getting his crisps ready. He's feeling a bit hungry, I think. Mm. And um, yeah, that's going to do us for this one. Hope you enjoyed listening to us ramble on about cons and stuff. It's not like it's not the first time we've done it, but kind of felt a bit timely seeing as Paul has just been to MCM. So hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully you've also been enjoying our month of horror for Halloween. Put up quite a lot of um, quick look videos at horror games. Paul's done some live streams. We've done our watch along of uh, Night of the Living Dead, as we mentioned at the top. So please go and watch that. Check it out. Maybe enjoy the film along with us talking over it and possibly ruining it for you. And um, mm. yeah, check out our social stuff on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram. Everything find all the links in the um, description below, I mm. should imagine. 
Yeah. And um, this podcast is available on YouTube for the visual version, which you can see us using props and visual aids and stuff. We've got us on podcast services, except iTunes, because Tim Cook hates us. Mm. And uh, this happens every couple of weeks. So come back in a couple mm. of weeks for the next one, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.